time, our second most valuable training asset. Of the many cliches that get thrown around our sport, the 1% better every day is probably one of the more common ones we hear. 1% better a day, of course, alludes to the profound progress one can make over time as small incremental gains begin to compound. Indeed, just 1% a day for a year would result in an incredible 3,768% gain. Now, I have absolutely no idea what that means from a sports development perspective, but the larger point is clear that even the tiniest of gains sustained over time can have incredible results. If I drag the analogy on a bit more, we can think of how much of the practice session equates to 1%. It's not much. In fact, for every hour, a mere 36 seconds represents 1% of that development time. This suggests that all other things being equal, 36 seconds more of learning out of each hour can yield significant gains over time. However, all other things are never equal and our development is almost impossible to objectively quantify. So while this analogy might not be particularly analogous, it can be a good reminder of the importance and the value of our training time. As years of training and or coaching accumulate, how many minutes do we squander? From starting practice late, to finishing early, to yakking too much, to not yakking enough, by failing to challenge the learners appropriately, by spending time practicing things that neither interest nor engage the learners. You know, added up, perhaps hundreds of hours of valuable training time have been lost. Unless one tightens up on the accounting and reflects on the effectiveness of the practices, then the measly 1% gain seems little to brag about. Acknowledging the importance of time is another reason why the ecological approach to learning is worth further exploration. Done properly, appropriately constrained practice environments force the learners to constantly problem solve and explore as they interact with the environment. They are indeed learning. Of course, doing this properly is not an easy endeavour and herein lies the challenge for a coach or practice designer. Perfection unlikely exists and if it does, I'm still very much a safe distance from it myself. While ecological dynamics offers a framework for how we learn, it's the principles and concepts that marry with the approach that can help us design and guide effective practice activities and environments. These principles include representativeness and specificity. Do the practice environments and activities mirror the performance environment and requirements? In other words, does what we do in practice look and feel authentic, or at least relatively authentic? Constraining to afford. This simply means designing practice environments and tasks that offer opportunities for the learner to explore, discover and exploit. Learners are not so much offered or prescribed the solutions, rather they are guided towards them by narrowing the possible actions and opportunities available. Perception-action coupling. This essentially means keeping the practice activities alive and dynamic. Again, forcing the learners to constantly read, anticipate and find movement solutions in real time. In martial arts, attack teaches defence and defence teaches attack. Finally, I consider time to be our second most valuable training asset. A close second, but secondary to our training partners. As Dr Rob Gray reminded me recently, the best piece of training equipment ever designed was another human being. When we all gather to practice and have the opportunity to engage, move and interact with each other, each of these precious moments should be milked to the fullest. In doing so, that being 1% better each day will start to feel like a paltry and underwhelming achievement. Learn how to learn, find your own style, and thrive at Primal MKE.